It's Wednesday, February 15th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. A white supremacist is set to be sentenced to life in prison for killing 10 black people at a Buffalo supermarket last May. Peyton Gendron is scheduled to appear later this morning in Erie County Court. More in this report from Dave Debo with WBFO. Gendron pleaded guilty to murdering 10, targeting a segregated neighborhood with the stated goal of killing black people there. For that, he'll be given life in prison without parole. But attorneys for victims' families say he will first issue an apology to grieving people like Pam Young, whose mother was killed in the attack. My thing is to be able to look him in the eyes. He must have looked at my mother and seen her just as a black person and unworthy. So I want to look him in the eyes. I want him to see me. Gendron faces 23 other federal charges that could get him the death penalty if U.S. Attorney Merrick Garland approves that. Experts say the apology is designed to influence that decision and maybe spare his life. I'm Dave Debo in Buffalo. About two dozen Rochester area residents rallied in Albany on Tuesday calling for more state funding for child care. They joined activists from around the state. Pete Dombosny with the Children's Agenda says the goal is to have sustainable universal child care for New York families. I think everyone has different motivations for why you're willing to get up at you know five a m to get going to albany but um but there's a i think broad agreement that the current state of of child care in this community around the state isn't acceptable. According to the Children's Agenda, families spend about 12% of their income on child care, while workers are paid on average about $30,000 a year. Lobbyists and advocacy groups on Tuesday delivered Valentine messages to lawmakers at the state capitol. One thing they don't love, Governor Kathy Hochul's proposal to end a Medicaid drug plan that provides life-sustaining medicines to people with HIV. WXXI's Karen DeWitt explains. The program, begun in 1992, benefits health care centers and other organizations that include serving people with HIV and AIDS, including the state's Ryan White Centers. Patients there often require multiple medicines each day. The centers purchase the drugs at cost, but they get reimbursed at the higher rate that health insurance plans pay for the medicines. Perry Janjulis is the executive director of the Damien Center, a nonprofit AIDS services organization in Albany. He says the program allows them to use that extra money to pay for services that Medicaid doesn't cover for their clients, who are among society's most vulnerable. Things like housing, meals, mental health services, and transportation to medical appointments. Janjulis has taken drugs to control his HIV for nearly 30 years. I was supposed to die in three months back in the day, back in 95 when they gave me the diagnosis. But he says he has a stable job and can access the medicines he needs. Many of his clients Clients are uninsured or underinsured and aren't as lucky. The drugs are imperative for going on, but you cannot access the drugs today if you are homeless or if you are starving or if you're trying to, um, you know, you can't get to or get any support to be able to go to the doctor. And unfortunately, the majority of persons that we're serving right now are from communities of color. So it also turns into a health equity issue. Anthony Randolph is a client at Harlem United, which offers a wide array of health care services. He came to the Capitol to tell lawmakers that they should not cut the program. Randolph, who has HIV, says the organization helped him get his medications when a local pharmacy refused to fill a prescription, and they even helped him find a home. I get my housing from them, and this is going to affect my housing. 
if this goes through, they might have to cut their housing program. I won't have a place to live. Hochul is seeking to end the program in her state budget plan. She argues that consolidating the program and reimbursing pharmacies directly for the drugs will save money and provide more access to medications. The health centers also say Hochul's proposed changes don't include enough additional money to make up for the millions of dollars that they would lose. They say that would gut the centers and wipe out progress they've made in fighting the HIV and AIDS epidemic. Janjula says he'd lose a quarter of his entire budget and he'd have to begin cutting staff and programs in April. That's when the change would take effect under the governor's plan. And have to make some awful, awful decisions. The groups have offered compromise legislation that they say achieves the savings that the Hochul administration wants, but keeps the pharmacy benefit within managed care health plans and doesn't destroy the mechanism that they use to fund the other services. The chairs of the legislature's health committees, who are both Democrats, have been receptive to the idea. Senate Health Committee Chair Gustavo Rivera says he's opposed to ending the program. I want to make sure that, that we can work together with you to get to a compromise where these services services can continue to be provided and you folks can be treated fairly. He urged the advocates to lobby his Senate colleagues who might not yet be convinced. The advocates dropped off their Valentine messages, including a large poster to Hochul's offices. The governor was at the Capitol, but she did not speak publicly. In Albany, Karen DeWitt, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.